Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to the show. It's episode 159. So today's episode is all about how to deal with toxic teammates, friends, you can even use it for coaches, or just toxic people in your life in general. And the reason why I chose this topic this week is because I've been seeing a lot of people asking me questions about it. I've been talking to a lot of parents and a lot of players who are having a hard time with their confidence because of toxic team environments. So we actually had a last week on the Alpha Girl Collective, which is our uh, my signature group coaching program, we had a coaching call that where we went deep into this stuff. So on today's podcast, I want to share some of the things that we talked about on our coaching call. It was an amazing, amazing coaching call. If you want to learn more about the Alpha Girl Collective, then link will be in the show notes below. But every single week we hop on a Zoom, we talk about different topics related to confidence, mindset, social issues, mental health, anxiety, all the things. I bring on guest speakers, we have Q&A sessions, we have mental health chats. So it's a really amazing program, a really amazing community of other girls who are just like you if you're a player listening, and if you're a parent listening, just like your daughter to help support your daughter. So if you want more info on that, you can join and learn more by clicking the link in the show notes below. But let's get into today's episode. So we're going to go through three different points. So three ways that you can learn how to deal with toxic teammates. Okay, so get out your notebook and be ready to take some notes because this is going to be a good one. So number one, okay, number one is not so much much a strategy, but it's more of a mindset shift. So number one is understand on a deep, deep level that you cannot control other people right? A lot of the stress and anxiety that comes up and and anger that comes up from when it comes to dealing with, with negative people and toxic people is that we want them to be a different way. We want, we want to change them. You will never, no matter who it is in your life, you cannot change people. You cannot control people. So if you can learn to release your need and your desire to control people, you're going to breathe a heck of a lot easier. So understand that you cannot control people. And I cannot stress this enough. Like there's so many times on our coaching calls where, you know, someone will come with a question and and it's related to, you know, teammate issues. And I, I say the same thing every time. Can you control them? No. All right. Then what can you do? You can focus on you, right? Cause when, when we're so concerned about the other people, that we're not focused on ourselves. We're not focused on what we can do on the, on the new thoughts that we can think on the new actions that we can take. Instead, we're worried about something that we have zero control over. So it's a complete waste of time and energy. So that is number one is that deep understanding number two, all right, we'll go deep into number two here. Number two is to stand up for yourself. So that could mean various things to different people. What does stand up for yourself mean? Right. When I think of standing up for myself, there's two ways to stand up for yourself. You can stand up for yourself verbally, 
right? So that's having a conversation, um, letting the person know that what they're doing, how it's making you feel, right? And number two is non-verbally, right? So you can stand up for yourself verbally and non-verbally. So verbally looks like having a conversation with someone else. So I don't know if you're like me, but I, I do not like confrontation at all. So I'm not saying that this is easy, but it's completely necessary because if you don't stand up for yourself, number one, the person may not even know how they're affecting you. And number two, they're going to continue to treat you how you're allowing them to treat you, right? So if, if you want someone to treat you differently, you have to tell them, right? People aren't mind readers. Some people may know what they're doing and know that they're being toxic on purpose, but some people may not understand and realize that what they're doing is hurting you. So you need to have a conversation with them. And a little tip when it comes to conversations, this is a very, very simple thing you can do, whether it's having a, a conversation with a teammate that's um, rubbing you the wrong way, or a coach, or a parent, or a sibling, or a friend, is use the words when you start the conversation, use the words, I feel. So instead of blaming the other person for, hey, you did this and you did that and blah, 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 right? As soon as you do that, they're going to put up a defense. They're going to put up their wall. So if you start the conversation with, I feel. So I feel sad when you say those words to me. I feel like I am being left out when you text everybody but me, right? So talk about how you feel because your feelings are always valid. If anyone ever says your feelings aren't valid, I'm sorry, but they are absolutely not being truthful, right? Your feelings are always, always, always valid. So tell the person how you feel. Cause a lot of times, like I said, they don't know how you feel. So start the conversation like that. And if you're having a, an issue as a, as a team, cause I know this happens a lot. If you're having an issue as a team, organize a team meeting. It doesn't have to include the coach. In fact, I, depending on the situation, I think it's really powerful to have meetings without the coach because then everyone can speak freely and you can actually get a lot out of it. You know, it depends on the situation. Sometimes you may need to bring your coach in, but if you're having, you know, toxic team environments, you're having clicks, you're having bullies, you can stand up for yourself by organizing a team meeting, um, by talking to your coach, by talking to the specific person or group of people that are causing the to toxicity, All right? So that's number two in standing up for yourself. And number three is to love yourself and accept yourself no matter what's going on outside of you. So here's the thing with this, right? Here's the thing with this. If we, and I talked about this on our coaching call, I talked about all these things, but this was one of the things that really hit home for me and for the girls on the call was that if you completely and utterly love every part of yourself, then it really doesn't matter if other people approve of you and accept you, right? The reason why we crave approval on such a deep level and why we want people to accept us on such a deep level is because we don't truly love and accept ourselves and approve of ourselves, right? So the more you find yourself looking outside for approval and looking outside for acceptance and looking outside for love, then it's time for you to take a look inside and ask yourself, am I truly loving myself the way I deserve to love myself? Because I will tell you, 
that no matter what you do, no matter your accomplishments, no matter, you know, what you wear, no matter what you've accomplished in your life, you are always good enough and you are always worthy of love from yourself. So no matter what other people are thinking or saying about you, if you love yourself, whatever has happening outside of you won't matter as much. Now, that doesn't mean that it's bad to want people to approve of you. I don't mean that it's bad to to want to belong and, and want love from other people. That's normal. Us humans, we're wired that way. But if you can get to the point of loving yourself so much that like you don't need that approval, that you don't have to rely on that approval from someone else, because it's got to start from you. The more you love yourself, the more you accept yourself, the more you approve of yourself, the easier it will be for other people to do the same to you, right? And the easier it will be for you to love and accept other people, right? Whatever is going on inside of you is usually how you experience your your external world. So the more you love yourself, the more you accept yourself, the less it will matter what's going on outside of you. So this kind of ties into number one and that you can't control other people. So if you can't control other people, let's focus on internal. Let's focus on us. Let's focus on what you can do to love yourself more and more every single day. So a little recap. Number one is understand that you cannot control other people. So you have to kind of shift from wanting to control everything to just like, like knowing that you can only control you. Number two is standing up for yourself. So have the tough conversation. They're not easy, but those tough conversations, even if they don't go well, you'll at least build trust and credibility and confidence in yourself that you are capable and have the courage of having those tough conversations. And number three is to show up for yourself by loving and accepting yourself regardless of what you've done, what you haven't done, what other people are saying. If you can do do those three things, I'm not saying that all of the toxicity is going to completely change because it's not, you can only control you, but it will change how you perceive your environment. It'll change how how you show up for yourself. It'll change the confidence in yourself. And it will change just the, the environment within you, your internal environment, which is everything. So those are the three things. I hope this episode helped you. Again, we go deep into this stuff in the Alpha Girl Collective and our community is so incredible, right? There's so many girls that have joined in the past um, and recently too, that before they joined, they were like, I don't know if I need this. I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, I, I just, I feel like I'm alone. And as soon as they join, it's like, that's the biggest thing for me is that when you join, when you become part of the family, you're not alone. You have me to support you and guide you and mentor you. And you have a whole community of other girls that are going through the same thing that know what you're going through. that will also support you and guide you and love you along the way. So again, to learn more about the Alpha Girl Collective, click the link in the show notes below. And I hope that you got a lot out of this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend and I will see you next week.